0: So was he playing hide-and-seek with us? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again everyone and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I was asked a question earlier this week. Is Jesus found in the Old Testament? Hmm, that's a good question. And the answer, quite frankly, is yes, quite a few places. But, He's not mentioned specifically as Jesus Christ or Yeshua or anything like that, but we do see him in the Old Testament quite a bit. Now, where do we find him? Well, there's this thing called types and shadows that we often see in the Old Testament. And types and shadows means it's a type of Messiah or a shadow of what is to come. The Apostle Paul told us about this when he wrote in his epistles, he said that many were shadows of what was to come, but the essence was himself, Jesus Christ. So where do we find Jesus in the Old Testament? Well, one of the first places we can go to is Genesis in chapter one. God says, Let us make man in our image. If God is this one person, why would he say let us? Who is he speaking to? Who's he referring to when he says us? And our Well he's referring to his son, and the Holy Spirit, the three of them together. Another place this can be seen is when Abraham sees God appear before him. It says God visited Abraham, and there were three men who came to visit Abraham, and they said that Sarah would conceive and have a child a year from then. So those three men represented the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Other places, we get a little more specific, where people become types of messiahs for example joseph who was sold out by his brothers just as jesus was was thrown into prison jesus was not thrown into prison but he was beaten and scorned and crucified and then he rose up above his brothers and they bowed down to him joseph that is and same with jesus moses can be seen as a type of messiah for delivering his people from egypt just as Jesus delivered all of us from the bondage of slavery to sin, whereas Exodus, in Exodus, Moses delivers his people from slavery to the Egyptians. Additionally, we can see Jesus in a type of Messiah in Elijah and Elisha, and in David as king. There are many, many places where we can see our Lord. And one of the places also that we see is there's this, angel referred to as the angel of the Lord, not just an angel of the Lord. In the Sodom and Gomorrah story in Genesis, angels of the Lord appear in Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot takes them in and then they eventually destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But they are angels, plural, of the Lord. But the angel of the Lord, we know, was not just an angel. He was, more than likely, the pre-incarnate jesus because he received worship in joshua chapter one joshua bows down and worships him and the angel of the lord does not say anything to him an angel of the lord would never accept worship but the angel of the lord accepts worship because he is god he is part of god the trinity part of god the father god the son and god the holy spirit So let's stop there for a moment and just talk about how is it possible that God can be three people in one. There are not three different deities. There is one deity. There is God, the Father, Elohim, El Shaddai. He is the Holy One, Yahweh. He is the Lord. But when God is represented by the Son, the human body, He is represented by Jesus When God is represented by the human spirit, he is the Holy Spirit. And when God is represented by the human soul, he is what we know as God, or the Father, or Yahweh. But all three of them come together in one. They are still just God. God is as much Jesus as Jesus is God. But Jesus was also a man. The Holy Spirit is also a spirit. And they all are God. I am a father. I am a son. I am a brother. I'm an uncle. I'm a cousin. I'm a co worker. I have many things to many different people, but I am still just one. So that should be something that you can all relate to because we're all something, whether we are a spouse or a child or a parent. We are all three different things that possibly or more, but we're still just one person. But one of my favorites in the Bible is the story of Joseph's brothers, after they have sold him into slavery in Egypt. They come back to him during a famine, and there is one part part where Joseph sends them back and says, Look, you have another brother. Go bring him to me. I will help you. They go back to Jacob, and Jacob says, Look, if you lose my youngest son, I will surely die. So Judah steps up to the plate when Joseph wants to keep Benjamin because he, it looks like Benjamin has stolen something from Joseph. And Judah steps up and says, look, I will take his place. I will take his punishment. I, he steps forward and wants to take the punishment for his brother. This is very significant of what Jesus did for us. He stepped forward and took our punishment for us. But what I really love about this is that Jesus came through the line of Judah. What we mean when we say the line of Judah is that there were 12 sons of Jacob, and these became known as the 12 tribes of Israel. And so someone may say, I'm from the line of Simeon, I'm from the line of Gad, I'm from the line of Asher. Well, being from the line of Judah, the fourth son, means that that is your forefather. You can trace your lineage all the way back. And in the Bible, we can trace Jesus' lineage back to Judah. So it's not just ironic It's very symbolic that Judah was the one who stepped forward and wanted to take the punishment for his brother. So there are many, many more that we did not cover. But yes, it is very clear that Jesus is represented in the Old Testament because all of the prophecies speak of him as well. This was not just accidental. This was very much on purpose. God knew what he was doing when he wanted everyone to be able to accept his son and find the free gift of salvation, he wanted to make it clear that if you read the Bible, you will grow in your relationship with God. You will understand who Jesus is. Your life will change, and it will be for the better. Sure, I know the Bible can be hard to read, but take the time to read it. Let God lead you in reading it. The first time through, it may seem like a bunch of hogwash, and you don't know what's going on. But as you study it more and more and more, it will change your life. It will help you grow. I know this because it did it for me. I was someone who didn't understand the Bible. There was no way I was going to read it. There was no way I would understand it. But I actually took time to do it, and God changed my life as a result. And He can do it for you too. So that's your Bible time for today. Happy Thanksgiving to all of my friends in the United States and to everyone else in the rest of the world. Happy Wednesday. I'll talk to you again real soon. God bless.